Welcome. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about finding meaning, symbolism, synchronicity, and looking at the world around us in a new way. As far as I'm concerned, there is no way God is going to create the universe, the stars in the heaven, and humans, and not have all of it connect. The universe, the stars, the planets, and humans have ancient history together. But we're not supposed to consider this. <laughs> you know, whether it's astrology, mythology, or the mysterious, these things are considered far-flung fantasies and unscientific, even dangerous. How silly, right? Our free will commands our intellect. So it's not like astrology's predictive theories hold sway. Even amid faded transits, and there are faded events, we choose our reaction when we can't control our reality. Understanding faded events shakes us unless we understand some of the timing can be foreseen. Information is power. You decide what matters. I want to change the way you look at things. I know it won't come easy. I, won't, I know it won't come fast. I know this through my own life. I, uh, I've, I've talked about this over, for over a year in this podcast. I went through, <laughs> you guys know, I went through the history of how my philosophy changed from my mother's Christianity, devout as it was, and, and the conflicts we had. I went through the scientists and how over 2,000 years, things have changed in how we uh, deem the stars and our predictive qualities of the stars. I have, I've gone into the Renaissance. I've done it all. I can tell you more, but it has to come from my own life. It has to be more personal. And it gets difficult in this because if you haven't gone through the last year of podcasts, you might think I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. Again, I want to change the way you look at things. To quote Max Planck, a theoretical physicist, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yes, I am deeply connected to astronomy, scientific knowledge, but it's not all of the world. Even Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, is attributed the quote I just said, when you look at things differently, they, they change. Let's start here. A column from the Atlantic, uh, scientists found ripples in space and time. We've just learned that the whole universe is humming around us. Now what? By Adam Frank. Quote, The whole universe is humming. Actually, the whole universe is Mongolian throat singing. 
Every star, every planet, every continent, every building, every person is vibrating along to the slow cosmic beat. That's the takeaway from yesterday's remarkable announcement that scientists have detected a cosmic background of ripples in the structure of space and time. If the result bears up as more data are gathered, it's a discovery that promises to open new windows on everything from the evolution of galaxies to the origin of the universe itself. End quote. The mind is where we adjudicate the data. Our instincts tell us what feels right. Emotion leads us to powerful truths. I cannot say this enough about your emotions. I, I talk uh, to people who, they're not into astrology and they don't want to know their birth chart and it's just something that doesn't move them. No matter how much I tell them, this is about mythology and archetypal uh, synchronicity that we notice in space that we are going through at on earth. But they don't, they don't want to listen. So I tell them to look at the moon, to follow the flow of the moon, like the, uh, the new moon, the full moon. I tell them to do that. And more than that, the moon is our emotions. That's the symbolic thread of our human emotions is the moon. So start there if nothing else. But emotions are our truth. Is it any wonder there are lies everywhere? Because most people can't face the truth. Our instincts tell us what feels right, but those feelings are the, our emotions and we have to be honest with them. The mind is a wondrous labyrinth with portals to the mysterious. Meditation is the method through which you tap these portals. At night, when practice is honed, answers will unfold in the light of day like miracles upon waking. In the 21st century, Experience becomes our evidence of extraordinary witness to the unexplainable. I've talked about things in this podcast over the last year that to me were unexplainable. I've gone to the ends of the earth to try to figure out my artistic uh, thread from one thing to another. When you are an artist and you have to create your own product, the connection you have to your soul's code is going to keep you fresh throughout your career. I'm in my third act. <laughs> so I am a creative master because I've had to go so deep and surprise myself. And where I've ended up talking about the synchronicity of what's happening in the universe and what's happening on earth with each human was the hardest decision I ever had to make because it, it went against everything I'd been taught. All the scientific things, all the book learning, all the Christian-based faith, the idea of God himself, himself, that there, there was never a, a moment where they considered God 
as being a her, as being a woman. This has been the one constant since I was a little girl that propelled me in life to answer these questions. The philosophy that I talk about here has been honed <laughs> over many decades. I, I can't tell you a shortcut, but the most important thing you can do in your life, the only reason you're here is to tap your individual talent and purpose. And you can't do that through someone else. The symbols, the mythology, going back to into my college years, the symbolism and mythology of, of the planets and the stars and how it relates to things in our, our charts, but just the astrological chart itself through the seasons. Aries starts spring, things like this. Libra starts fall, Capricorn starts winter. Uh, summer is cancer. These are electric points. These change the atmosphere around us, the seasons, uh, the uh, animals, birds, bees, the simplest thing, but yet humans are not supposed to pay attention to these things. This is the, this is the one thing organized religion did that is the most harmful. It took us away from, what did the guy say? The humming? Is that what it is? Yeah. The, here it is. The whole universe is humming. Flow is connecting into that energy. Creatives must find that hook. But the girl next to you or the guy on the other side may not feel it the same way or at the same time. We're born at different times and the placements are different and the symbolism we relate to is different. We store the rules and traditions we're taught in the brain and they keep us on course while the mind takes us on journeys our imagination conjures. This is part of imagination, what I'm talking about. It's not that, uh, let's say, Pluto moves five, 500 miles to the left or, you know, wherever, and then all of a sudden we wake up and say, Pluto just moved, I feel differently. That's not how this works. And we've got, we've got another planet do, that... Um, comes in and throws energy at us at a pace that is hard to digest. I've been through this transit. When Uranus, the great uh, awakener, lands anywhere near a planet that um, you have synchronicity with, it changes things in your life. To quote one astrologer, Uranus is notorious for disrupting the status quo. This is a deeply transforming, deeply shift-oriented energy. I've been through this. Recently, it went, Uranus went into Taurus. Every one of us have Taurus in our uh, makeup. It's not that we're Taurian. It's that this, um, this, this archetype, the mythology of this archetype lives within the human sphere of life. 
we are in a we are about to go through a massive shift in July. We went through it 18 months ago. And I've talked about it. What will you do with the new energy of change coming this month? Before I tell you the details, what would you do with energy of change if you could? I'll tell you two things that you need to consider. Independence is in and authenticity is going to be the vibe. Your partnerships are always important, but we're going into a period of individualist initiation, especially for younger people who have never had what's about to happen, happen in their lives, in their adulthood. Now, I say this often, I'm not an astrologer, but I've been living through my instincts, tapping the timing of mythology and symbols and astrological mathematics and listening to the downloaded messages I get since I was a kid. Now, downloaded messages are usually associated with Abraham Hicks. They're associated with Teresa Caputo. If you don't know these names, use the search engine and look them up because it's fascinating. And maybe you've had this experience and can't explain it. You'll just be sitting there trying to think of something and you ask a question and then 10 minutes later you're walking around and all of a sudden something drops into your, your mind and it's the answer to the question. But you didn't come up with this. It just appears. Or maybe it's a sequence of sentences after, after you meditate and it comes through. A download. Something that you didn't think of that didn't come from the brain, which is constantly feeding us. For over a year, I've laid out this philosophy and how I came to where I am today. And I, I'm, I'm going to try to get even deeper with you going forward. Now, I'm changing things up in this podcast to represent the new energy I've been feeling and sensed, sensing uh, for a couple of months, actually. And every creative has to hook into this energy. Now, maybe you're already feeling it, but if you're not... It's, it's time to be present. I'm, I'm usually head of reality because my guides won't let me slack. <laughs> and by the way, we all have guides. It's just if you know who they are or if you recognize them or if you acknowledge them. You know, living isn't about just attitude and positive thinking alone. That's one of the things with Abraham Hicks. Uh, it's just such amazing phenomenon watching her. Uh, but, you know, whether it's that or it's the secret, it's, it's not just about an attitude. It's not just about, well, just think it and it'll be here. Uh, I get this feeling um, from a lot of uh, uh, metaphysical people that they just, you know, when Marianne Williamson talks about love healing everything, it's not that simple, you know, um, the universe is here to guide us as long as we're grounded in our own power, which includes our instincts and our mind. But the mind is how we tap into the mysterious, which is what I'm talking about. It's about breathing deep and getting down to your authentic desires. 
The brain, for the purpose of, of this conversation, is the computer that continually feeds information already stored. You know that tape in your head you want to cut off that tells you you're fat or you're ugly or you can't do this or you're stupid? The only way to stop it is you just stop it. I used to have one in my head playing constantly because of all the trauma as a child. The mind is an instrument. But you've got to be able to quiet the noise. This is a discipline. I know this is a, is a word that people think is bad. It's, it's, um, it's not very modern. But it is a human need to discipline your mind, discipline your human self. Your soul nature needs discipline because everybody comes at you, especially in the social media era. That's one of the problems with kids. They don't have any discipline. Nobody has ever told them what that is. When meditation and what I'm talking about and the philosophy I'm talking about, when it is mastered, when it is, well, I've been doing it for so many decades, I have mastered it, and it becomes an art. Because the mind is an instrument best tapped when you're in the quiet, in meditation. There is no single process that will deliver more information than meditation. It's the launching pad to natural clairvoyance, instincts, and timing your actions to meet your future. This isn't the way for people who just want calm and surety. Although I don't think you can get that as a human. That's just not, that's not why we're here. As longtime listeners know, we're here to evolve, okay? Change and evolution. That's the only reason we're here. We're not here to take a drive to suburbia, buy a house, and stay there for eternity. That's half the reason. I'm going to make a really wild statement. That's half the reason marriages break up. There's too much calm. Now, it can also break up with too much chaos. Balance, right? What I'm talking about is the way for creative humans who want to live through all the way, ways the universe feeds us information. The most important thing for you to cultivate for yourself is synchronicity. It's one of the most effective personal tools. Don't expect your average commenter on social media to embrace it. Uh, you have scientists, you have comics, you have all sorts of people, especially men, uh, <laughs> thinking that synchronicity is just coincidence. What's wrong with that? If you have a bunch of coincidences that keep happening, what does that say to you? Is it a path? Is it, a, is it, is it, is it rocks to follow? What is it? Religion isn't required for the philosophy I talk about. But faith sure as hell is. Yes, I'm a revolutionary thinker. Listen to this podcast from the beginning and you'll see why. We have converging energies this summer. This retrograde summer. And they are amazing. And they are evolutionary. And they are karmic. We live 
in amazing times. I know everybody talks about polarization. I've been in politics and writing about politics since I was a kid. Uh, my brother beat a 28-year Democratic incumbent in Missouri, and that was just one start of it. Another start of it when, when, when I was very young and I did a one-woman show on it, but that's a completely different subject. Politics is in my veins because of the time I was born, because I went through the feminist revolution in the 70s. But you and I are here for a reason. I'm here to help you discover your purpose, but you'll have to invest in yourself to get this boost I'm talking about. And astrologers are amazing, and feel free to uh, get their input. And I tap information, the same information they use, but no astrologer can tell me what resonates. I have, to, I have to discern what's right for myself, and you do too. In fact, when, when I was going through all, all this decade, a couple of decades ago, I, I never had my chart done because, because of my natural clairvoyance that came about when I was a young kid, and I, I have many theories why this happened, but um, that's for another podcast, and I've talked a little bit about it in the last year, but... I had to tap information after an event. Like I had something really big happen and then I would look at where the planets were and what uh, uh, the large uh, transits were about. I didn't care about the day-to-day. -day. I, was, I, was, I was looking at the larger transits because as a creative, you have great big chunks of time and that's what was important to me. And you have to figure this out for yourself. And if you don't want to get a birth chart, that's fine, because we all have, all, we all have the 12 signs impacting us. And the symbolism and the mythology matters uh, as it links up to our life and what Carl Jung studied his whole life, the synchronicity of it. But I'm going to get into some details. And it is about planets and symbols and when I talk about planets, these are symbols. And when I talk about the transits, it's what, what is happening right now and the symbolism of, a, of that planet is happening and how it relates to your own life. So with that, here we go. Pluto is back in Capricorn. Okay, Pluto is, is the, you need to dig deep when Pluto is around and doing something in Capricorn. And because it's retrograde, it's encu encouraging all of us to look back through 2008 and make sure everything that we needed to learn and change and release is happening. The recent Capricorn full moon is the signal that we have one more of these until Pluto will be in Aquarius for 20 years until 2043 and won't be back in Capricorn in our lifetime. This is how retrogrades work. Retrogrades aren't scary. They aren't times of mishap. You can have a mishap anytime, not just when Mercury goes retrograde. That is pop culture nonsense. What retrograde does is give us another chance to change, release, reboot something that we've been grappling with for years. 
Now, again, Pluto went into Capricorn in 2008, so this next year and a half is the last time you'll have to steer yourself where you need to be according to Pluto, which is digging deep into Capricornian issues. Capricorn is ruler of the 10th house. That applies to everyone. That is not my chart or your next door neighbor's chart. That is the 10th house of the astrological wheel is governed by by Capricorn. And during the last, since 2008, Pluto and Capricorn asked me to dig deep on my artistry. And I mean deep. It's when I went into fiction, something I never dreamed I'd do and couldn't even think about how to do it. But I knew that I was at a crossroads and at an inflection point and I didn't know my next move. So I just followed that basic rule of Capricorns in the 10th house, and it's Pluto, so do something. Pluto is also about reconciling karmic and evolutionary issues. Now, that's a side besides the fact that the ten, ten, what the 10th house means, which I'll get to in the middle, in a, in a minute. But Pluto is karmic and evolutionary. It's my belief that flow in a person's life intensifies with understanding the universe above and the synchronicity of when you were born. But many disagree. Experience guides me. I don't need someone's approval, and you shouldn't either. And I want you to look at things differently, from a different way. And I guarantee you, if you stick with this, you will find a new authentic flow that applies to you. The archetypal information added to mythological significance of any archetype are important for you to consider, especially as we age as creatives, because we we have to reinvent our craft and our voice over many decades. This is really important now that the world is changing. Astro-seek.com is the best site I've found for whatever information you need, coupled with NASA. I always go to NASA. Appreciating space and delving into the universe above is some of my favorite research time. And I've also told you about moon voids. If you have a birth chart, chart, see what astrological house uh, Capricorn resides where Capricorn resides. Next, check where Pluto resides in your chart. Those are how you connect these things. You, you do that, and, you, and it's retrograde, and you take in the 2008, and you make new decisions for tomorrow. If you don't have a chart, what, what changes have you made in your career since 2008? Did you have to d- dig deep on something? The 10th house is social status, achievements, and career. Capricorn is governed by Saturn. Saturn is the archetype, the archetype that puts architecture and and structure into our lives. I have had to change the architecture of my creative life since 2008 
more than once. <laughs> I also had to go out on a ledge and take what um, the planets are telling me my sweet spot is, which happened to coincide with a passion I got for astronomy and astrology. And I kept saying, I don't, I don't have a degree in this. How can it be for me? And it kept pushing me and pushing me. So I didn't want to go back to school. I gave myself my own PhD in philosophy. So with Capricorn and Saturn and the 10th house, the rebuilding, and Saturn, the lessons, tests, and karma, and Pluto in Capricorn, you see how this all gets very deep very quickly. But right now, in July, the thing that you need to focus on is that this is the final days of Taurus-Scorpio nodes of the moon. It's almost over. That's why July 2023 is an evolutionary karmic portal that begins 18 months of new energy, new possibilities, and a complete change to what people think is playing out. Now I'm going to take two seconds on the politics. I've long ago already stuck my neck out and said Trump will not be the nominee. I'm sticking there because that's Everything, I, I, I can't go through all the stuff I went through, all the, um, the technical side, which made me do this. The other thing is the, the natural clairvoyance and what is coming outweighs what somebody says that uh, the GOP base loves Trump and they're going to pick him no matter what. I just don't believe that. That's how tectonic these energies are. And don't get... Don't get comfortable. This is a moment to take all you've learned and think about what's happened since the last time the North Node fell in Aries and the South Node fell in Libra. And that was from 2004 to 2006. Because on July 17th, 18th, depending on where you live, the South Node will move into Libra and the North Node will move into Aries. This vibe is so different from Taurus Scorpio, I would need 16 hours to tell you how different it is. For many of you, this will be your first experience with this powerful duality. Libra is ruled by Venus. So I want to tell you one thing. Abortion rights will be up front during the 2024 election, as I see it. Aries is ruled by Mars. Without Mars, nothing would get done. The shadow side, however, is conflict, war, and bullying. The shadow side of Libra is codependency. Look back between 2004 and 2006. What was going on in your life? Some of you be, may, be, may be too young to have anything on the board as an adult. So this evolutionary karmic shift into Aries Libra is initiatory. Aries North Node. Aries is the beginning of spring, right? It's the first sign of the zodiac. So it's initiator of the fire signs. 
Think of what fire means when you feel the fire, emotion, love, passion for something, passion for purpose, anger. <laughs> Strategic risk is featured. Tapping courage to tackle the one thing you've wanted to do but haven't is up front and center, especially entrepreneurial enterprises are favored. This is quite different from the laid-back Taurus vibe. <laughs> I'll tell you. You've seen pictures of the bull in the pasture. Now, when I was talking about Uranus a few minutes ago, Uranus has been in Taurus. So the bull, you Taurians out there, have had unexpected crazy things happening. And not all of it was pleasant. In fact, that's what evolution is. And the evolutionary points are the moon's nodes because those moons, the moon's nodes uh, are the eclipse points. So we've already, we've already started uh, the eclipses uh, in, in Aries. We had one uh, this spring. But starting next fall... We will have the last in Taurus, but the Aries-Libra eclipses for the next 18 months will bring a completely different kind of karmic shift. And when I say shift, I mean shove. Because if, if there's something in your life that you're holding on to that isn't serving what your purpose is, it will be removed from your life. I've had this happen. I've been devastated by loss during eclipse season. Maybe you have too. I'm not making light of it. I'm telling you that eclipse points are faded points and they're a point where you are going to move in a new direction or something is going to be cut from your life. I don't say this as something dramatic. This is just real. This happens every year. It's just that talking to humans about change freaks everybody out. We have eclipses four times a year, every year. And I've been on this earth for many decades, and I've had them. And when I didn't know they were coming, I wish I'd known. The, the Libra South Node, Libra starts in fall. So it's the initiator of the air sign. Assert your independence, put yourself first, is what Libra is say, saying. Codependency is over. So don't be, don't be surprised if past family conflicts come into view. Don't be surprised if fairness and justice and what they mean preoccupy the thoughts of America and the world. And what we can do about it is the Aries part. Now, Scorpio is a fire sign, so the emotional release during the time this archetype and its mythology were in play is different than the air sign initiator of Libra. Completely different. Libra is pushing us toward independence. Now, to top it all off, if this wasn't enough, the new moon in Cancer is happening... As the nodes shift, this new moon amid retrograde summer is, is a perfect time for setting new intentions. And I do mean new. I'm not talking about 
something you wrote three years ago and you're launching it on this day. I'm talking about a new concept that you're a little afraid to embrace. This is the moment for strategic risk. That leap off the cliff into a a beautiful pond because you have faith that something inside is calling you to do that. Unconditional love for yourself, but cancer on a new moon with the node shifting in Aries with Libra in retrograde, you may be emotional. All these things at once, if you take all this symbolism, it can be overpowering in your head. But I also want to say something really interesting that I haven't talked about before much. And I, you know, this is America's new moon. And America is going to be asserting her independence. She is going to come back. Liberty first, freedom first. We've got a lot of work to do. But we are each citizens in this country of America or the country you live. And we must stand up and reclaim our country, our world for freedom, loving, equality, loving, future-oriented people. This is so important. This is our moment We've been through so much in the last years. This is a time to recharge and retake our power back. Look at all the planets converging to help us. This is synchronicity when we act in concert. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't, don't slough this off. Start with the moon. Believe me when I tell you that the moon's nodes are changing And this is your Independence Day from all that's been holding you back. Or you think it's holding you back, but the only thing holding you back is you and knowing your authentic purpose. If you know your authentic purpose, there is no blocks. There is just breaks and then you keep going. You try something else. This is for all the marbles. You know, some astrologers say that it doesn't matter one way or the other. It's just, we'll, we'll, we'll play with this energy and everything will just work out. That's not the human life I know. I know a life of severe trauma, alienation, and finding my way on, on my own. Going through religion, being very, very devout. And finding that God is bigger than church. It is big, God is bigger than the Bible. God is the law of attraction, which is why people, when they all converge and, and pray for the same thing, something can happen. Or if you, if you use your emotions, as I said in the podcast way back when this last year, Emotions tie you to the law of attraction as long as it is authentic. Find your authentic emotional truth. Don't shirk from pain. Process it. Don't push it away. Evolve 
through it. This is such an exciting time. I wish I could, I could do, I could tell each of you your purpose, but I would have a line out the door 80 miles down the road. You can do this and I can help you. Change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. I'm Taylor Marsh. This is Astral Soul Lightning. Thanks for listening. I hope you subscribe. Until next time.